0: That was Big Tent Revival with What I Want for Christmas. I'm now joined by our guest for the day. Her name is Baisi Mosuane Pambu. And we're talking about the gift of a child. Bisi, good day and welcome to Radio Pulpit and Radio K Pulpit.
1: Thank you. And thank you for, for inviting me to
0: your program, eh? You are absolutely most welcome. Thank you for sharing this beautiful story with us today. I don't even know where to start. I think I'd like to go back to where you had the desire to have another child. But before we do that, let's just inform our listeners a bit about who you are.
1: I'm a financial advisor and then I'm a founder and CEO of a company called MSP Consultants. Mm. Uh, by profession, I'm an accountant, but I decided to to open my own company uh, and uh, be a financial advisor. Um, of course, um, I'm from a family of two kids, which was my brother and myself. Mm. And my brother passed away in twenty in twenty 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 one. Yeah, and then two thousand and one. Um,
0: 2001, okay,
1: yeah. Yeah, 2001, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm already talking ahead, 2001, yeah. Yes, yeah. And then I'm the only child left in the family. I'm with my mom. My mom lives in Rustenbeck and I live in Joburg. Mm. And I've got two beautiful kids, uh, my biological son, which is Sandile. And he's now 25 years old, in December the 20th. And then I've got my lovely, lovely, lovely daughter called Ayanda, uh, who turned 16 this year in May. Mm. Yeah, we live in four ways.
0: Now, tell me, do you think the fact that you were two siblings, yourself and your brother, played a role in you wanting
1: to adopt a child? Okay, I'm gonna I'm going to give you the story of how I ended up adopting a child. Yes. After my brother passed on, you can imagine. I was I was now the only child. Mm. And then I used to look at my son who at that time he was around the age of five, four, five, six. And then every time she comes he comes back from school, he'll say to me, Mommy, when are you going to have a baby? You know, I also need a sibling. Mm. My friends, when I visit them, they've got either a little sister or a little brother. And then I said, no, don't worry. God will provide one day. And then the passing of my brother is the one that actually gave me the pop light mm-hmm. to say, hey, you know, you you don't have a big family. And then it, here now it's your, your son requesting a sibling. Mm-hmm. Should anything happen to you, your son is going to be all by himself. Mm-hmm. So at that time... And then I kept on saying, no, don't worry, my son, God will provide. And he kept on saying, but what if God provides a sick child? What are we going to do with a mm. sick child? I don't want a sick child. I want a healthy child. Mm. And then at that time, during the school holidays, he started following Ngosi Johnson. Yes. And then he kept on asking me, mommy, tell me, why is ngosi black? And his mm. mom will
2: mm.
1: And I said to him, no, Ngosi was adopted by the Johnson family. And he said, you see now, we can adopt. Mm. How about that? And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. Mm. And I I didn't think much about it. The following day, I went to a child uh, welfare in, 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 in Joburg, downtown Fox Street.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I got there. I explained to them what's going to happen, what I want to do. And they said, okay, complete the forms. You will be called on a meeting where all other families are going to be there. Mm. And then I went for the meeting, after completing forms, we called for a meeting. We were, we were about 23 families. Yeah. Out of the 23, um, three of us were single ladies,
2: mm.
1: and then the rest of the group were couples. And then we started sharing who we are, where we come from, why we decided to adopt. And then my story fascinated everyone because I had a biological child. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Uh,
0: Yet you wanted
1: another one. And then, yes, I wanted another one. I said to them, and then what fascinated them as well was I specifically wanted a girl. And I specifically made sure that I wanted a baby between the age of zero and three months. Sure. And uh, and then uh, and then I was asked questions why and then why are you deciding to do this and then I started telling them what happened to my brother and then another thing is I didn't want to adopt a boy because I said you know human beings are human beings at a later stage they might they might have an, a misunderstanding as boys and then you know. The bad words can come out of their mouth, etc., etc. I said, "A girl, my son will have that caring kind of thing to say. Oh, you know, it's my sister, mm. and I need to look after her." Yeah, that's that's, that's one of the reasons I, 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 went for it at that age in yes. a girl. Yeah,
0: uh, at that time though, Bice, it was still uh, a very big stigma attached to single ladies adopting. Uh, a child. How did you overcome that stigma? Firstly, from my other
1: family members, they were like, Paisi, you're adopting a child. What if that child is going to be a problem to you? I said, you know what? You're you, you not guaranteed. Whether you're pregnant mm. or you're adopted, you're not guaranteed to have a, 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 a perfect child. They will always have those uh, imperfections mm. in their lives. And uh, people were like, why are you baiting yourself with another child? You've got a child, and so on and so on. I said, you know what? I just feel I need to assist and give love to somebody. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not opting to 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 have to be pregnant mm-hmm. or to have a baby with somebody. And then me and my son's father, we went our separate ways mm. because things couldn't work. And then we decided to call it quits. And um, and then another thing was, mm. I didn't want to have another child, which is going to have their father. And then you have these two fathers competing with the children, mm. and then you are you end up in in between. I wanted to have my own child and my own child alone. I became selfish there. Mm. And then I want to make I wanted to make sure that I give this child the love, yes, yes, and and the care, you know, and, and 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 so that also my son can have a sibling, yes, because I looked at how close I was with my brother, mm. you know, and, and and yeah, and how that's that's how I decided to adopt, yeah. But the person that pushed was my father. <laughs>
0: yes take take <laughs> us to the moment when you found out that you are receiving the gift of this beautiful baby girl, Ayanda.
1: You know the funny part of it which which a lot of people say that's very exciting. I waited for eighteen months for sure. the baby, okay, the reason being they want my social worker, I always talk about her. Mm. um she very, very, very nice person. She was very helpful, and she 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 also took us took me by the hand, you know, took me for counseling, and and you know all those processes of adopting a child. Mm. I did everything, and then we waited because why? At that time, you know, that, that's when there was a lot of war ac- across the country, across the world. Yeah, and and then he, she said to me, you know, but it's, it's funny when there's war we end up having a lot of boys. I think nature try and compensate. There are no girls. Mm. And then the second thing was the problem was um, most of the children that were born during that time, either they were sick or they were incest children because I I told them I don't want, I want a child that was brought for adoption. Because I'm a single mom, I have to explain all these things to that child.
2: Mm.
1: I don't want to have uh, 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 un- un- unresolved issues that I still have to search and say I don't know, etc., etc. Yeah. And then we waited for 18 months. I had already given up. And then at that time, I got retrenched. Or let me say I took early pension. Okay. And then I was still looking for, for jobs, you know, to see what I can do. But I wanted to do consulting. And when I least expected, uh, my uh, uh, um, my social worker, like it's, it's her surname, mm. called me and said, I I've got a baby for you. It was around um, 2004 in, uh, the baby was born in May, June to like August. Mm. Yeah, in August. Wow. And then 2004. And then, she said, I've got a baby. I said, can I come now? She <laughs> says, no, 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 no. <laughs> By the time we get here, we will have all knocked off. It was around 4 o'clock.
2: Yeah.
1: And then I said, tomorrow morning I'm there. She says, no, fine. I got home, didn't tell my son, and didn't tell my helper. In the morning, woke up, didn't go to work, went straight to child welfare. And then we went to um, to the to the home where the baby was. Which is in Brandfontein. Um, Not in Brandfontein, in Durandfontein.
2: Yeah.
1: And And then we went there. And then when we got there, they brought the baby. Wow. Me and the baby just clicked.
0: Sure.
1: The baby just touched my chin. I just fell in love with the child. And then I said to my kids Zigalala, Can I take the baby today? She said, Wait, no. <laughs> you can look out because there's still paperwork to be done.
2: Yeah.
1: I said, Okay. And um I sat down with the baby and then the baby started talking to me. Oh. And and then from when when, when I left uh, uh the, the 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 home, um I went straight to my tiny. I said I need to breastfeed this baby because I need to bond with this child. Mm. So he prescribe the medication that can generate milk quickly because I think within 14 days or 7 days, I will be going to fetch the baby. And then he gave me the prescription, started taking the medication. And then around the, I think the 12th of August, I was called to say, now I must go and get the baby. Mm. Went to Woolworths. Bought all the beautiful clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Took my son with. I didn't tell my son what's going to happen, what's happening. My son said, Why are you going? We went to child welfare and then we went to the home. Uh, And then when we got there, the baby was presented to us. After taking off the clothes of the the, the home, putting the baby, changing the bottle, putting the, the, the milk in another bottle, and Voila, we went home. Wow! I'm telling you, it was she actually changed our life. Wow! Everything. This.
0: This is an incredible story, the gift of a child. And it just gives us a glimpse into the joy that we have when you think of the gift of the baby Jesus Christ that was born for us as well. We're going to continue the story. And I want to find out what happened to this beautiful little girl. Where is she today? How old is she? And just a bit of that journey. We're going to take a quick music break. Here's uh, Israel Houghton with, with us. That was Israel Houghton with With Us. You are still listening to my conversation. We're busy wrapping up now with the mother of a beautiful adopted teenager she is today. But we've been listening to the story of how Baisi Moswane Pambu received the gift of this beautiful child. Baisi, tell me about uh, some of the challenges that you might have faced uh, after now
1: having received Ayanda. Okay. All right. Um, After that, because, you know, when you go for counseling, they teach you that these are the steps or these are the things that might happen until the child is a teenager. They they try and counsel you and train you how to handle the situation.
2: Mm.
1: One of the things that they educated us was to make sure that you tell the child from the word go Mm. that you are adopted, which I did started buying books, reading the story for her about a baby bear, daddy bear, they didn't have children and then they adopted a child and this is what happened. Mm. And, and and then it goes on like that. And then when she was four or five years, she said, why do you like reading me such stories? Mm. I don't like them. Mm. I said, okay. I stopped. And then when she turned seven. She came to my bedroom and said, Mommy, remember those stories that you used to read to me? Can you tell me more about those stories? Mm. I said, are you sure? She said, yes. I said, the stories are about you. Mm. Do you know that I adopted you? Then I told her the story to say, your parents, I've never met them. Then when your mother was pregnant or your parents were pregnant with you, they had two other kids. At that time, the other one was, Two years and the other one was one year but they opted to adopt a child to, to put the child up for adoption mm. and uh, they went to the social worker and the social worker said no we don't work that way uh, when you are close to giving birth please come over to the to to, to the, our office mm. they didn't they gave birth on the 2nd of may and then on the 5th when they just got discharged from hospital they took the baby straight to the social worker, and the baby was, was placed at, at Tembini child child care. Mm. That's where I got the baby. And she was like, "Wow, mommy, this is a lovely story. Are you are you telling the truth? Is it all about me?" She says, "You know, it's so fascinating." Mm. <laughs> and and then we started talking about it. Mommy, do you know my my biological parents, I said, I don't know because they decided they didn't want to meet with the adopting family. Mm-hmm. And then what? What? What fascinated me is when she was eight years or nine, around there, she was sitting uh, in the TV room, and she called me and said, Mommy, tell me, do my other uh, parents have a DSTV?" <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I said, Diana, how would I know? <laughs> I said, why? She says, no, I was just thinking. <laughs> and I I told the brother, and the brother says, no, she probably was fantasizing to, to uh, maybe asking herself, i've got the tv room all by myself mm. i'm just imagining what is happening to the other family wow. you know yes. because yes. She, she knew the story and then she's now doing grade 11 and um, she turned 16 and then when she turned 16 i gave her a treat to go to to visit europe mm. I told her that you know what the reason why I want you to visit Europe is to go and find yourself. Mm. I did it because one, she was never a difficult child.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Two, she was a very loving child. Every morning, when she wakes up, she will come to my bedroom to tell me how much she loves me.
2: Wow, wow,
0: wow. Beautiful. and when
1: when we when I drop her at school, she will tell me how much she loves me Mm. because she sleeps she tells me because that's how i taught them Mm -hmm. that as a family we need to tell each other about our feelings we need to tell each other about how they love them and then we must say thank you and then we must say i'm asking you don't just um you think that you are entitled Mm -hmm. you know you must also think about other people's feelings yes
0: yes
1: and then i said to her for you going to Europe to go and, on on this two week, two week trip, I want you to find yourself because now you are at the age of teenagehood. You are probably asking yourself, you know, am I in the right place? Is is uh, am I treated properly? You know all those kind of things that goes through the teenage hate.
0: Yeah.
1: When she came back, she okay during the time when she was in Europe, she was sending us pictures. She was telling us, calling us, telling how much she's having a ball and so on and so on. And then when she came back, she made sure she sat down with me and said, Mommy, I don't think I can bother you to say I want to meet my biological parents or whatever. I don't know them.
2: Mm.
1: I only know you, my brother, and my grandmother.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I wouldn't even know how I would relate to them. Mm. I'm content and I'm happy.
0: Baisi, I wanna ask you: Do you believe that God sent Ayanda to you?
1: Yes, that I believe very much. So because the minute we set eyes on each other, we mm-hmm. clicked.
0: You connected immediately. Then
1: we yep. yes. connected immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always say, you know, this child was given to us. And the funny part of it, my son always says, Mommy, you know, I know, I know, Ayanda, Ayanda is my." younger sister but i've got this thing that um her father <laughs> mm-hmm. because when she went to the primary school when there's, when it was father's day he would go
0: oh.
1: with to be the father wow. on behalf of Ayanda. they are so close
0: Wow. It is incredible to hear the story, how you receive the gift of a child and the yeah. value that she's added to your life as well. In closing, yeah. I want to ask you, what would you say to someone who might be listening and they want to adopt a child, but maybe they are scared of the process? How would you encourage them to receive
1: and go for that gift of a child? There are a few things that I can say. Mm. One, I know every woman, they wants to give birth to a child. But if you can't give birth to a child, try and give the love to someone mm. who are unfortunate. Two, giving birth or adopting is the same thing because you never get a guarantee that you'll have a bad child or a good child. It's how is the environment that the child is brought up in. That, will, that will, will decide on how the behavior of a child will be. Okay, there might be some influences, but try and make sure that you show the love to the child. Mm. The other thing is to be a parent, you don't have to give birth to a child.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: The love, the love of God. Remember, we're getting love from God, and we don't know God, but mm-hmm. we're told that we've got God inside ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But you can meet somebody, and you can love the person like they are your own person. Mm. So that's what I would encourage people to do. And the other thing that I would say is, it's very important to tell anybody, any child, that you love them.
2: Mm.
1: That's very important. Love very, very important.
0: Baisi, I want to thank you so much for sharing your Sandile and Ayanda story with us today. I really hope that somebody was touched and that somebody uh, was inspired by your mm. story today. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And may Sandile and Ayanda uh, go on to do great things for God and God use them mightily um, uh, through their purpose in the name of Jesus as well. Thank you so much.
1: It's a pleasure. And thank you so much for for allowing me to feature in your program.